The interviews and discussions in this podcast are opinions only and not financial or investment advice. Listeners should obtain independent advice based on their own circumstances before making any financial decisions. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Stock Insiders with me, Oriel Morrison. Now, today we have with us the CEO and founder of Airtasker, Tim Fung. Tim, it's always good to chat to you. How are you? Oriel, thanks for having me. I'm, I'm good. Uh, heading into the holiday season, uh, things are busy, but uh, things are also really good. Now, I've just been taking a look at what you guys are doing at, at the moment, and I have to say that I personally have never outsourced present wrapping, but apparently that's a thing now. So what's uh, pretty cool about the Airtasker platform is it's it's only limited by the imagination of the the people inside our community. And so what's really cool is, you know, we come through these different moments, whether it was during COVID or going into the, the holiday season, people find more and more creative ways to use our platform. And uh, that's actually what I, I find most satisfying about um, about the job that we do, that we we unlock people's uh, potential to be able to use our platform creatively. What, what, what sort of things are people doing? I mean, the present wrapping was one of them, but what are the other creative ways that people are doing, you know, in the lead up to Christmas, of course? Oh, I mean, in terms of the holiday season, um, Christmas present wrapping, um, putting up um, Christmas lights and, and doing decorations and things like that, which are getting more and more elaborate, particularly um, in Australia. People are, are really getting into uh, to doing that. And then one of the ones that I thought was um, really, really interesting um, that, you know, appeared to be a niche, but which is absolutely enormous, is trampoline assembly. So you really do get this like seasonal fluctuation of uh, people are buying gifts uh, for their kids like trampolines and you just see this massive ramp up going into Christmas and the new year. And uh, we have, you know, taskers who, who earn $10,000 in a week um, doing trampoline assemblies. So uh, that's probably one that's a little bit less intuitive. $10,000 in a week. Doing trampoline assemblies. Yeah, the, the bully trampoline assemblies. And the, the tasker that we, we have is a guy that they call the trampoline whisperer. Uh, and he's kind of the most famous uh, person in in Melbourne doing trampoline assemblies. Wow, that's brilliant. That's uh, that, that's that's not a bad wicket, <laughs> Tim. <laughs> you made ten thousand dollars a week. Now, um, talk to us about what's happening e- economically, because of course, I-, I would imagine, and please correct me if I'm wrong, that the impact of higher interest rates could be a bit of a headwind. But the impact of high inflation, I'd imagine, works in your favour. Yeah, so, um, you know, of course, it's really hard to predict all of the different uh, macroeconomic, you know, tailwinds and headwinds and how they're going to impact your business. But um, maybe if we start at the fundamentals, one of the uh, really uh, good things about Airtasker's business model is that we're fully aligned to taskers on our platform, which means that as their earnings uh, increase and, you know, the costs of things go up on the platform, um, Airtasker's revenue, you know, is um, naturally aligned um, to that increase. And on the other side of the equation, the cost to serve um, is generally staying um, uh, pretty static. And what I mean by that is the main cost for Airtask, we have a gross margin around 94%. The main costs that come out of that is around 3 to 4% in payment costs and about um, uh, 2 to 3% in insurance um, costs. And so as, um, as our business expands, those payments and insurance costs don't actually expand as a percentage, but the Airtask is aligned to, to increasing prices. So we've actually been, you know, getting a tailwind from the increasing costs of, of, um, of services and, and, and products as inflation has increased. 
Um, talking about like the macro heading into, um, you know, the, the sort of almost recessionary period that we might be entering, I think there's a couple of different things there. So first of all, um, Airtaskers, most of the jobs that occur in our marketplace are actually either sort of like essential or non-discretionary services. So Airtasker isn't really like a butler platform or like a luxury platform, which would go down uh, during a um, low period of consumer confidence. Um, it's actually that most of our jobs are sort of essential where you need that skill. And so we don't think consumer confidence coming off is going to have a major impact uh, on, on the platform. Then looking at the um, supply side of the marketplace, with rising cost of living, a lot more people are incentivized to get out there and to be able to earn um, extra money to be able to cover those increasing costs. And so we've seen already um, a huge influx of uh, taskers onto our platform. And that's been a massive change compared to the last two years where it has been very much supply constrained. There just hasn't been enough workers to be able to do stuff. And that's changing. How fast is it changing for you, Tim? Well, it's quite remarkable because um, if we have a look at the, the data that you would get from the, the um, ABS on uh, how you know the employment market is going, uh, what I think is that that data is very lagged because it takes a long time for uh, you know businesses to make see you know sales declining flowing through to making a decision about you know making layoffs or, or, or lowering headcount or reducing um, hiring and then that takes even more time to actually factor into the collection of data on unemployment so you know it's, it's a six to nine month lag before you actually know what's going on um, whereas on airtasker jobs are happening every single day and so what we've seen over the past 12 or 13 weeks last three months is uh, tasker engagement so people wanting to work on the platform has increased at a phenomenal rate and uh, is actually up significantly more uh, than in the past two years. You know, when we spoke last time, Tim, we talked about um, we, we were sort of we had COVID around us. We were seeing really, really high property prices. And you were talking about the fact that a lot of the tasks that were coming on the website on, on Airtasker at the moment were to do with property. So whether it's renovation or painting or, or, or something like that. How is that part of the business going now, given we are seeing lower property prices and we are seeing a bit of a slowdown there? That is a, a really, really interesting aspect. And we, we look at this data, um, you know, on a weekly basis, you know, which different categories and locations are going up and, and, um, and flattening out. And definitely things in the, um, in the moving industry are definitely starting to, you know, see a tapering. Um, we, the, the number of um, homes that are being sold is going to go down if there are lower prices. And, and so we have seen a reduction uh, in that area. On the other hand, we've seen a big increase in um, in long tail jobs. So a lot of the um, smaller niche categories, I think, are affected by the availability of workers to be able to do those jobs. And during the last two years, we've definitely been constrained on that side. Um, with immigration, you know, 600,000 temporary visa holders leaving the country, um, 125,000 international students leaving the country. That really affected the last two years of um, uh, our marketplace and the ability to get those long tail jobs done. So as that reverses back out, those long tail jobs are starting to increase. Um, and that's uh, more than offsetting the, the flattening that's occurring in that sort of um, home moving category. Mm, okay. So when you look ahead over 2023, what do you think is really going to be the areas of interest for people, given the trends that you've seen changing as, we, as we've come out of COVID? Well, I think what's going to be very interesting is that over the last few years, we've seen 
um, these companies emerged, which were doing very specialized on-demand services. And, um, you know, the unit economics of some of these uh, platforms was, you know, sort of questionable, you know, in grocery delivery or, or food delivery or, or very specific sort of home beauty and, and cleaning type uh, platforms. And I think what we're going to see going into 2023 is that those unit economics really come under pressure uh, when you're in a high interest rate environment um, like we're about to go into. And so, um, you know, we've already seen a lot of these companies in those spaces, you know, uh, Deliveroo, uh, there was a company called Volley and Send that were doing grocery deliveries and um, an urban company as well, which was um, an on-demand player. And a lot of those folks have, have either picked up and, and exited uh, the country. So I think we're going to see a reduction in those areas. Um, and I think uh, you're going to see um, that uh, demand uh, flow back into um, uh, more open marketplaces like Airtasker. Now, you're expanding overseas. You have been for some time. Um, let's break it down by geography. How are things going in the States? United States is, uh, you know, growing, you know, at three to four X uh, year on year, which, you know, is what you'd expect in the early stages of building out a marketplace. Uh, we have uh, looked at uh, where we're focusing our capital and, and, and our resources, and we have made a shift from focusing on our four cities, um, which were Dallas, Kansas City, Miami, and Atlanta, and actually making a decision to uh, focus all of our efforts onto a singular uh, marketplace uh, in Los Angeles. And the reason why we made that uh, decision is because what we're seeing is that most of our growth in the United States is coming from word of mouth and other kinds of organic marketing. And so um, focusing on uh, Los Angeles, which is really where the tastemakers and the influencers are, um, was really a, a smart strategy for us. And we're seeing some, you know, really phenomenal results in Los Angeles. So how soon do you think you'll be sort of uh, uh, USA-wide, if you like? We're taking it uh, one city at a time. And I think that, you know, one of the things uh, in the um, high inflation, you know, high interest rate environment that we're in is that um, profitability and um, being able to make bets and get them all the way through from losing money through to uh, making money is really, really important. And so uh, we are definitely being more considered uh, in this environment about how quickly uh, we go and we're taking it one city at a time. When do we see Airtasker in Canada? Well, I think uh, the same uh, the same story. So Airtasker actually, um, you know, is um, has open marketplaces, uh, you know, in New Zealand, Singapore, Ireland and the UK as well. Um, of course, where we focus our capital and our efforts, though, is where um, where we balance out the equation to profitability. And uh, right now, we are just focused on the UK and the US markets, and we're going to keep ourselves uh, focused there uh, for the you know foreseeable future over the next year or so. So, tell us about the UK. What what are you doing there? Oh, super exciting uh, in the UK. So, um, you know, we're growing at about one hundred and fifty percent revenue um, year on year. Um, so, really exciting growth that we're seeing over there. That's becoming um, you know a material part of Airtasker's uh, gross marketplace volume and our, and our revenue. Uh, so that's fantastic to see. We're working on um, some exciting collaborations with local partners. Um, so we have a, a great local partner called Dunelm, which is um, sort of the, I guess, Bonnings slash spotlight uh, of the UK. A uh, huge uh, partnership happening uh, in that space. Uh, we're also working on really building out our brand awareness uh, in the UK. So um, the brand of Airtasker is starting to become uh, more and more known, not quite as are well known as we are in Australia, but are looking to invest into that and to start scaling in the UK. Where do you think the your profitability will come from if you look ahead by 12 months? I mean, 
what will lead? Where will lead? So we're um, very fortunate that we've got a, a, a really strong um, margins in our business. So we have a you know ninety four percent gross margin. We're predominantly um, an online uh, business, so we don't have you know big operational teams. In fact, you know we have a team of three people in the US, and we have a team of uh, two in the UK. So very very uh, lightweight model. So. Really, for us, it's just growing into the fixed cost space and the investment that we're making into product and engineering um, is how we get to profitability. And we've actually been uh, cash flow profitable um, before in back in uh, 2020, um, just shortly before we actually listed uh, the business. So we're, we're definitely battle hardened and tested for this kind of environment. And actually, this kind of um, uh, environment in which we've got to be more lean and smarter about our investments actually suits us uh, really well, especially compared to you know some of the on-demand type marketplaces, which are a bit more capital intense. You're also putting some new products on the site at the, at the moment, Tim. Um, you've got a new service calculator tool. Tell us about that. What we found is that people really um, struggle to know what to pay for services uh, in the in their local community, and the reason for that is that it's almost completely sort of undocumented, the um, the services industry. There wasn't like a centralized place where you could actually find out, you know, how much are people paying for different kinds of services? So, you know, we've had millions and millions um, of uh, transactions now go through the Airtasker marketplace. And what we've done is we've taken all of that data and made it available to our customers through our services calculator. So you can now go on to, the, to uh, that calculator. You can put in, uh, one of 55 uh, different categories. And we're going to tell you uh, what the cost of that is uh, in your local area. And I think for us, sharing this information and sharing this data with consumers uh, is totally uh, in our interest because the more people know, uh, the more they can trust our marketplace and the more they're going to use it. Well, that's exactly right. And, and that is the that is the benefit, isn't it? It's, it's word of mouth. I mean, how, how much marketing spend are you actually doing at the moment, Tim? So what's quite remarkable is that Airtasker um, had a, a fantastic partnership with Seven West Media through 2016 through to 2019. And during that period, we uh, you know invested um, significantly about $15 million into above the line marketing. And that really took our brand awareness from 6% to about 60% uh, prompted brand awareness. Uh, what we have uh, seen, which is really powerful is as we've um, come into an era of our focus on profitability, we have reduced um, our marketing budget significantly, and yet we're still seeing that brand awareness being driven by organic and, and word of mouth. So um, our marketing budgets are, are definitely leader uh, in 2023, but we're achieving um, outsized results uh, for those for that same marketing budget, which is great to see. Yeah, and that, that, that can be a significant expense too if you do um, continue on with those sort of numbers. Definitely. And I think that companies that were reliant uh, on paid marketing are really going to start to feel a squeeze. Um, you know, if you have 90% or so of your, um, uh, you know, revenue coming in from paid sources and from acquiring new customers, uh, that can be very, very expensive. And, and what we're seeing is that as, um, you know, Meta and Google um, come under more pressure on a, on a volume uh, basis, they're going to be pushing up their prices and that's going to uh, make advertising more expensive and potentially you know, unworkable and unprofitable for, for um, some companies. So, Tim, if you look ahead to 2023, you've, you've just come out of a, a staff conference. Um, tell us what we can expect from Airtasker next year. So we are really focused uh, at Airtasker on uh, driving increased frequency of product usage. And we're doing that uh, in uh, two different ways. One is that we're 
uh, investing into our core product and investing really heavily into trust and reliability uh, in Airtasker's open marketplace. You know, making sure that the best taskers are the ones who are um, being allocated to more jobs and the taskers that um, have less uh, favorable data, we're making that really, really transparent to users. And that's all to drive reliability, drive higher return rates and drive frequency. The other way that we're driving frequency is by creating new use cases for Airtasker. So we've uh, released a product called Contacts. Our Contacts allows you to nurture repeat relationships between a customer and a tasker through our marketplace and to do that at the low rate of 1.9%. Um, so instead of paying you know, 17% service fees to Airtasker for those repeat cases, we're making that much, much um, easier. And finally, we're going to be launching um, a new uh, product called Airtasker Pro. Um, we've seen some of our taskers grow from you know, earning $150,000 a year through our platform through to $200,000, $300,000. We even had a tasker earning about $450,000 through our platform. Um, clearly, these um, uh, individuals are turning into real businesses, and we want to be there to help those uh, companies uh, evolve and grow with Airtasker. So building out a, a suite of um, Airtasker Pro features um, and a business model um, to boot as well. Mm, okay, well, it's got to be a good year. Um, Tim, we so appreciate you taking the time to talk to us today. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. Tim Fung with us there. And, of course, thanks to all of our listeners who have joined us today. Um, have a great holiday season and we'll see you back here in the new year. <laughs>